everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 579. We are at Podcast Expo Anime, Games, Conventions, The Fandom, Geek Stuff, and Everything in Between. I'm DJ Ronma S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Barry Melody. <laughs> and Mako is off tonight. Um, as you may have heard in prior episodes, she was having some construction done at her place. And basically, everything that was in the foyer is in the computer room. So she can't get to the computer. And I'm not going to make her jump on her laptop and join us for an episode. Because she'd be on Wi-Fi and you really shouldn't be streaming on Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of interesting. At work, over the holiday break, they put in much more powerful Wi-Fi receivers, uh, access points on all three floor, on all four floors, for better Zoom, you know, video and so forth. You know, okay. Now there's talk that they want all of the laptops now hardwired which kind of defeats the purpose of putting in much more powerful Wi-Fi access points at work. Now, granted, if you have to do a presentation on Zoom during, like, the the major monthly meetings and so forth, you get hardwired in. So, me personally, I just think that, you know, as much as I love my X1 laptop, maybe start giving us laptops with 16 gigs of RAM and not just 8. Hmm. Well, it is what hmm. it is. It is what it is. So, you know. Yeah. Now that they've moved from 32-bit to 64-bit Zoom, maybe things will be a little bit better. Who knows? Anywho, yep. Anywho, how is everybody doing tonight? Ugh. Oh, you too. Tired and still sick. <laughs> you and me both. But you both sound great. <laughs> For sure. Still... We'll go with that. We'll go with that. All right. And I just realized I forgot to change from episode 578 to 579 in the rundown. So I just did that real quick. So anywho, like I said, Mako is out tonight. So we may have a bit of a short show, depending on how things go. Um, I am glad that Barry is joining us tonight. Uh, As you can tell, Uh. her voice isn't fully up to par. So she may be leaving early, too, because we don't want her to just... As much as we love to hear Barry talk about everything and anything, don't need her. We don't need her wake up the next day with no voice, and then I get a yeah. message of my voice is shot again, and I'm gonna feel bad. No, it's okay. I've been trying to exercise my voice a lot, but it's definitely a process. I thought that I was in the clear earlier mm-hmm. this week, and then I woke up today, and my voice is hoarse again. So it's it's a process. It'll be okay. Good. Have you been Have you been taking some honey lemon, some some honey ice? I've been tea? Taking, I've been drinking lots of tea. Mm. I've been drinking lots of water. I've been doing vocal exercises. So I've been trying to keep good about it. That's good. That's good. Maybe you need mm-hmm. a little bit of tussin. Yeah, maybe some. Well, you got to be careful with the guaifenesin stuff because apparently, like, cough medicine can actually dry out your throat, which is the opposite of what you want. You tell my family that and see how far that gets you. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, yeah. All right. Anyway, we, like I said, we are live tonight, week 
of February 28th, 2023, right here on Twitch TV. Uh, you can find us here every week, every Tuesday from 9 to 10.30 p.m. Eastern at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. And we're also proud to be part of the Voice of Geeks Network at VogNetwork.com. And you can check them out at Twitch TV slash VogNetwork. They kick things off Sunday nights at 8 p.m. with the Bobby Blackwolf Show, followed by Orange Downs Radio at 9. And come hang out in our Discord, VogNetwork.com slash Discord. There are we have every show that's part of the Voice of Geeks Network has a channel. So come through, hang out, and have a good time, you know? But now that we got that out the way, we're going to go ahead and go through our rundowns of how was our week and how was our day. Ari. <clears throat> Pardon me. Uh, let's see. This past Sunday was my birthday. Happy birthday to you, buddy. Yeah, friggin' 41 years old. And quite frankly, I don't know how I managed to last as long as I have. Sheer and utter will. Honestly, I'm, I'm still like, wait, I still look at myself like, shouldn't you have dropped out of a massive heart attack like years ago? Well, I, I honestly don't know, but uh, oh, thank you, Sidabari. Well, I look, I look at it this way. way the, the change in your health and going towards a better positive way, there you go. Some The, the, the powers that be are like, no, not yet. Hmm. Uh, I didn't do a whole lot on my birthday. Just a, a friend of mine and I went out to dinner. That was about it. Okay. I, I took off from work, but that was, that was just, you know, because I, I didn't feel like being in there. And but Saturday, I actually did have to take off for a much more legitimate reason that, uh, like, I hit a pothole or something in the road, and it, like, wrecked my, one of my tires. So I had to Ooh. go and take that and get uh, fixed. That's not good. It really wasn't. Ugh, pardon me. Um, but yeah, uh, the Ozempic that I'm on, did I tell you about that last week or no? Yeah. I wasn't here last week, was I? Uh, no, you weren't here last week, or week before last, but... but yeah, bottom line is, it's a medicine that's supposed to help with the weight loss. Mm -hmm. But And you, you inject it yourself. Now, for me, like the dose is only 2 milligrams. And every time I take it, it just leaves me so friggin' wrecked. Like, I, I knew going into it that nausea was one of the side effects, mm -hmm. but, but the point is, yeah, I still was like, oh, God, I want this to, like, want this to end. Like, and like last week, I actually did end up puking at one point, which was very disgusting. Yeah, from my understanding, it, it because it slows down the metabolism, which causes that, you know. I would have assumed it would increase your metabolism and digestion if for you are so I don't know. I I, I I I'm not a medical person, I'm not a scientist, I'm a tech guy. I just fix broken computers, so mm -hmm. <clears throat> I mean it's helping in the in a way that, you know, it there's times where I just can't eat anything or very little compared to mm -hmm. what I usually do. It like for the first like two or three days after taking it, it's really bad. Yeah. But, uh, like, I know it's helping and all, but between, uh, it just leaves me, like, completely wrecked. Like, I, I don't know, I, I almost spent, like, six or so hours napping after work this morning, like, this afternoon. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, make this stop, please. Because I'm worried, like, I'm worried about puking, like, at work. Because, God forbid, it 
it happens uh, like close to somebody else or even worse one of my supervisors you know sees him and be like okay you have to go home get rest whatever right because right. that's that's time i'm not at work and i only have i have a very finite amount of a uh, sick time to take right now and I, and I and i totally get that i i do so i wouldn't worry too much you know mm-hmm. it's just you know very difficult to endure that's all gotcha but it'll be worth it in the end and when you get to that target goal you'll be taking less um less of it so you know and who knows? Maybe they'll be able to wean you off of it. And as long as you're going to the gym every, like almost every day, and you have like a proper balanced meal, you know, like, like mm-hmm. I mean, I, I will say, you know, from like I said, I'm going through something similar as Ari, but I'm not on the medication yet. So at work, you know, they give us catered lunches. So I've just been a lot more meticulous about what I can eat. Um, Like, no white rice, no white breads or anything like that. So, like, my bagels are now multi-grain or wheat bagels that I eat with my sandwiches. Yeah. Like, today, you know, they ordered... I think Japanese. So, one was was like steamed vegetables with salad and brown rice, and the other one was steak with salad and white rice. So I got one of each, and I put the steak with the vegetables and ate that, ate the salad and ate some of the brown rice, and and I felt like as if I didn't have to finish it. You know, I'm like, I'm good. Uh-huh. And with all the walking and stuff that I've been doing at work lately, it's been interesting. Like, I think I've mentioned that now uh, my my uh, my desk is now on this on the seventh floor. So. A lot of my tickets are usually on the eighth and the ninth floor now because there's only two of us at the office. So I'm always doing a lot of walking back and forth. Uh, my doctor's like, you need to walk an hour a day. And I'm just like, oh, good luck with that. So I've been working on trying to hit at least 10,000 steps a day. And as of right now, I'm at, at 11,947. And that's fine. I'm okay with that. I don't need to feel like I have to eat until I'm full. But outside of that, work has been pretty good. It's just been moving stuff around and now realizing that I don't have, I'm not on the ninth floor, so I don't have like a double desk setup. Like I have my main desk and there's a desk behind me for one of the other users in my department who only comes in once a week. So I would use that for like stacking computers and and all this other stuff. So now if I have to work on computers and so forth, I got to run up and down to get it taken care of. And I just grab whatever machines that I need. I just leave them at my desk and put them in the drawer. So. Um, let's see what else I've been up to. I actually went out to a friend's party uh, up in, in Flushing Meadows over the weekend. It it was a very low turnout, so we ended up leaving early, so it wasn't so bad. So I had a good time with that. Did laundry. Um, you can't see it, but back here is a computer case. Um, I think I have mentioned previously that I am working with my friend Matt, not 
uh, Loki Matt from OLR. That's West Coast Matt. My other friend, uh, Matt, Matt Stanecki, I'll call him East Coast Matt. He has a DDR machine in his house. Now, one? a DDR third mix machine. Now, That's cool. I think the insides has been gutted out because he has a PC attached to it running Step Mania, which I think is great. So what happened was he got his hands on OmniMix, which is basically like Step Mania is a third party application that emulates DDR. OmniMix is the actual DDR software that runs everything. So he has that on there, but it took a little bit of time to get it up and running because his computer is about 10 years old on it. So the parts from your last computer is going into this new machine. So now his current, his new DDR machine is going to be about five years old, give or take. I think I just need to, I'm looking at the board now. Yeah, I, I'm thinking that I might have to put on, add some more uh, USB ports, but we will see. Uh, since I am not doing anything this weekend, I am staying home and continuously to work, get stuff ready for Zenkai. I will be working on his build. I might go live and, as I'm building it, see how I feel. I don't know. So that's basically has been my week and day. And Barry, it's good to see you. You know, I'm glad you're feeling a little bit better. Yeah. <laughs> and if you can. It's good to be back. Yeah. Definitely. And if you can quickly tell us what you have been up to. If well, short I, yeah, no, it's all good. Um, so I had to prep for my recent fashion show. Um, and I presented at KatsuCon this year. It was very successful. It went really well, uh, although the con itself did not add to that. And the situations that happened during the con did not add to that. Uh, there was just a lot of chaos that I'll get into during uh, that segment. Uh, but basically, um, uh, prepping for that, and then the week after, basically, I had Laren, I, 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 I met up with some um, new MMO friends, IRL, and mm -hmm. uh, then we had a fun board game time and everything. And a few days later, I caught laryngitis, so or I had laryngitis, so I um, have basically just been resting since then, and unfortunately, laryngitis is one of those things that it takes a few weeks to recover from, so hopefully by next week, I will be right as rain, but for now, this is what we're working with. <laughs> hmm. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you're doing a little bit better, and things are going good, so. Yeah, uh, me too. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what else is going on here. Man, we're getting some some visitors in here tonight, boy. Yeah, just a few bots making uh, some appearances. You know, well, gotta I, get the band hammer primed true. and ready. But so. I think a couple of them are not, though. No, I've been checking the Twitch Insights uh, website, which is the one that knows its bots and stuff. So it's all good. Okay, we're, I, I we're getting a few though that are not bots. Obviously, we have our lovely Seattle Beery, and I believe I think Nemesis has been in with us before. Yeah. So I'm just looking. At nice one to of, see you guys. I'm just looking at one of them, Alessandra. No, not Alessandra. No, there was one zero Ella. I'm like, well, okay, yeah, that that is a bot. I'm just looking. Yeah, because they've, the thing, they've think, gotten smarter. Yeah, the AI is learning. Yeah, the thing is, it's like you look at the profile picture and the background, like they're both anime, so it's like, 
yeah, you know. But then you realize mm. that's not it. So yeah. So I, yeah. I I'm glad I'm glad you you are checky shit as well as I am. So you know. Yep, yep, mm. yep. Gotta 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 take care of our community, no? Uh -huh. Exactly. Yeah. Um, let's see. Moving right along, we're gonna get into some uh, housekeeping notes. Uh, let's see here. I have some ex some extra additional um, extra additional notes here. Uh, don't forget there are ep there are ads throughout the episode. Um, but we try to make it as minuscule as possible. There will be a couple of ad ads in here for about no more than a minute total. 30 seconds in one spot, 30 seconds in another spot. If you are, a, if you sub to the channel, you won't have to worry about ads or anything like that. Every cent goes towards hardware to keep the stream going and so forth. And don't forget, episodes of Anime Jam Session are available on YouTube. They become available uh, Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time, youtube.com slash Anime Jam Session. Click on playlists and you'll see podcast VODs. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Um, I have some actually some great news. Um, as you know, sometime if you watch the pre-show, we have like a couple of ads that run before we go live. Uh, most of them are COVID ads because COVID is still a thing. We're still in a pandemic. Anyone that says otherwise, please slap them. One of the <laughs> other, yeah, and one of the other ads is for uh, the School of Cosplay, better known as Cosplay Vegas. And the dean of School of Cosplay, none other than the one and only Jez Roth, has made a great announcement earlier today of their official grand opening of their new location. Uh, oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting. Congrats, I'm, Jez. Yeah. And it's interesting. There are other people who have, you know, tried to do something like this, and it hasn't gone as well. But he's done it. He, he, he's done it. The man it does cosplay. He's worked for Cirque du Soleil. He's done a, he's worked with celebrities and he's taken all of his skills that he has learned, all that street knowledge and his teachers to teach you all cosplay, like the basics of sewing, advanced techniques, all of that stuff. And there's more information at, I believe, schoolofcosplay.com or cosplayvegas.com you can always go to facebook.com slash gamer versus taylor or gamer versus taylor.com because i think for a while they were on twitch where he was working on a cosplay and somebody else was playing a video game and they were like who can finish this one area first so you know <laughs> i thought that was that was a really cool concept you know and again, don't forget, we will be at ZenkaiCon this year. Uh, so our, it's the Anime Jam Session 2023 Cosplay Tour. Ba convention Tour. Basically, we're going to cons, taking pictures, writing reviews. We hope you, you see us there, talk to us, hang out with us, or do whatever. We're looking forward to that. And that will be uh, March 24th to 26th at the Lancaster County Convention Center in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And... And I wish you the best if you're trying to find a hoteling spot, because evidently Lancaster has now put the band hammer on Airbnbs. Really? Yeah. They yeah. And basically, the, the all the hotels in the area are sold out, so you're looking to go down the road for a bit. So, huh. uh, let's see what else do we have. Um, let me see if I can find my notes. This is something that I had came across. Uh, 
a while back. Um, where are my saved stuff? Here we go. Um, I, I, I run an ad blocker on Facebook because I'm on the desktop. So I don't know. So I don't see a lot of ads. I don't. But what I find interesting is like the ads that are on the mobile app. And recently, for like the la almost maybe for the last month or so, um, there's been these ads for Cosplay Star. And then you figure out it's sponsored by Star Magazine. And they and they got, I guess, Yaya Han to endorse this contest. And I think the grand prize is $10,000 and a trip to this big convention, you know. And, you know, I guess people are entering it. I'm like, well, 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 well good for them. Good for them. Um, but it seems that let me open this up. If you can see it. Um, yeah, if you're watching on the web, if you're watching here on on, on Twitch, there is a massive pop-up right in, right in front of you of a Facebook page. Um, what you see is some warnings in regards to this costume contest. And I'm just like, oh, Lord, here we go again. All right. What kind of warnings are we talking about? Uh, copyright with photo photography copyright, basically. So, hmm. if I can flip it over to this one, yeah. Now, now there's the first one where it advertises that you can win ten thousand dollars. You know, let me see if I can get this going. Uh, all right, you can't. You can win ten thousand dollars, and I believe it's a picture of Yaya Han. Now, will you enter any contest? There's always a catch. There's always something you got to look out for. Now, here's something that has been highlighted. All entries and any other materials submitted, including but not limited to submitted photography photographs, become the sole property and operator and will not be returned or acknowledged. Invalid, false, or deceptive entries or profiles shall render those entries or profiles ineligible. So if you went to your photographer for photos for this contest, your photographer will lose the rights to the photos because you entered this contest. What? Yep. That happens a lot more than you think. And it, but there is more. Submitted phot photographs must not infringe or violate any rights of any third-party entity, including but not limited to copyright, right of publicity, and right of privacy. Please check with the photographer and anyone appearing in the photographs to make sure that you have the rights submitted to the photographs and so on and so forth. Basically, once you get the rights from everybody in the photo and you give it to Cosplay Star, they now own the photo and the rights. This is part this is part of the issue in regards to um like when cosplay for cosplayers sell their photos. And and as this per, as this photographer Amy Miklovich posted, and I am glad that they made this post and it will be on our anime jam session page later tonight. And she straight up says, a message to my clients, I do not consent to my photos being submitted to this. I retain all copyright to all photographs I create. So Basically, if you go to this person for copies of your photos that they have taken of you for this contest, 
Their answer is no. And if you go ahead and submit it automatically, just because you think you're going to get away with it, that's going to be a bigger problem. So there's a massive red flag right there. Yes, there are legitimate costume contests, cosplay contests where you can submit the photos and they will credit the cosplayer. They will credit the photographer. And that's it. There are some that are like, nope, nada. For example, um, I, I, a friend of mine cosplayed a femme Skeletor. And I wanted a picture of her, you know, as Femme Skeletor for my friend D, who was a big fan of Skeletor. She could not get me the photo because she could not get me the, the rights from, she couldn't, quote unquote, well, buy the rights from the photographer to do it. I mean, if I wanted to, I could have tracked down the image, found a high-res copy and printed it up. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to go through all that. So when it comes to these costume contests, people, be careful, be warned, and be safe. Oh, lots are coming out in full form tonight. Shit. Okay. All right. So next up, I th I think that's everything under uh housekeeping. Yes, that is. All right. All right. Uh, oh, that's it. Photos I gotta edit. Now we're gonna go ahead and get into um geek roundtable. This is the part of the show that we talk more about the geekier aspects of our lives. So, Ari, what you got for a geek roundtable? And while you get that, I have to grab something from the back. Uh, well, this is what my uh, friend had bought me for my birthday yesterday. Well, the other day. It's a uh, That's cool. card game that plays and looks like a uh, Super NES game. It reminds me of the Super it Metroid logo, too. That's kind of the idea. Even, like, ah. even the box artwork is like an old SNES game. I've, uh, it, it looks backwards on this one, like on my view, but it's probably turned out, uh, the right way. Anyway, um, yeah, I punched out all the little cardboard stickers on it and, uh, eventually I'll, uh, you know, look at the rules and see what I got and that, cause I, it looks interesting. I definitely want to play it. That sounds pretty cool. You should bring it to the con. Maybe we'll have time to sit around and play it. Oh yeah, definitely. Because I know, uh, like I, well, Kuro Hikari Chan will be joining us for Zenkai with her sister and her brother-in-law, and they are card game nerds. So you know, I have a mm -hmm. feeling if you brought Katan, they would all the three of them would sit down and play with you. I I have the uh, five and six player expansion for that too. So well, once once we get everything settled for Zenkai, and I make the massive group chat. We'll figure it out from there. Okay. All right, Barry, any uh, cool projects you're working on? Well, um, uh, in my MMO, there are outfits and things like that that the characters can wear. And um, so I've been working on making quite a few of the outfits to wear IRL, which have been quite fun. Um, mm -hmm. I am working on about four of them right now. I finished one of them, and I did wear it to Katsukon, uh, and I basically dressed up my engineer from the game, which was super fun. Uh, she a lot like me anyway, so it was really fun to be able to go out and um, be dressed up like my my OC. That's so, really cool. Yeah, it was really, really nice, and uh, very simple, but it was a nice, easy costume, and it was very comfortable, so I was very happy. Well, uh, to 
for me, um, I actually finished watching uh, The Legend of Vox Machina both seasons, and Ooh. it's, if you ask me, it's less D&D and more The Red Dragon Inn with with a lot of shit talking, you know? That's that sounds like fun though. That's a yeah. good watch. Yeah. That's a good watch. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. So I, I really I hope we get a season three really soon. So I just figured each season be like an adventure person. I didn't know there was going it's gonna be like this massive campaign like this. So I'm I think it's really good. So there's that. Um there is this anime called Prima Doll that I was watching and I finally finished it. And it's basically these uh automata robots. Who, find, who basically have a, a purpose after the war. So they have been watching, uh, so they've been working, some of them have been working in a cafe and so forth. Uh, the owner of the, uh, the owner of the um, cafe finds his other uh, automata and brings it to life. And things are pretty good until they find that, until I think another automata gets infiltrated and starts up the war all over again. The last three episodes, last three episodes are really intense, but it's a good, it's a good twelve episode watch. If you ever seen Saber Marionette J again, is it J? No, no, Saber. I think it's Saber Marionette J to X. That they had the six part OAV. You've seen that. You have a pretty good idea of what you're getting yourself into. Also, I want to share this belated uh, Christmas gift that I got from one of our staffers, Cinnanite. Uh, she knows, she is like me. I know how to get like the, the right gifts that are practical yet amazing. So when we all got together for Mako's surprise party, she gave me this gift and I, had, I hadn't even looked at it yet because I just put it down. I figured I'll get to it when I get to it. Hell, I haven't even opened up my Christmas cards yet. I really should. But um, so I finally opened this up, and I was just like, "Holy shit balls!" Even though it's a replica of, of a limited run of these, but it's still fucking awesome. A limited run Ron won't have um animation cell. Nice, dude. And this is, and this thing is like. 25 years old and I remember seeing these in Ann America and at conventions and I just didn't have the money to buy them because it was a broke otaku it was a broke <laughs> weeb you know so I haven't decided what I want to do with this a part of me wants to crack it open and put it in a proper frame but at the same time I don't know they have these other cells and I've thought about, you know, tracking down a couple of other ones that were really awesome, but you know, because there is a, a bubblegum crisis one that I would love to get my hands on. And the thing is, these are individually numbered for a certificate of authenticity, which is really cool. So maybe because of that, I may just hold off on doing anything along those lines. Anywho, now that we got, um, Geek round table out of the way. We're going to get into um, Barry's Katsukon adventure. Th th this should be fun. 
Oh my gosh, it really wasn't. I promise you, I didn't do anything except work this con, and well, I here's, am so here, frustrated. Well, here's the thing: we want to know. We want you. We want to know about what you did with the fashion show. A little bit of prep, that yeah. type of stuff. We, I know. We know. We we know already that you didn't attend all three days of the con for the con. Oh yeah, you had. We want to yeah. know more about that so. well even if you did apparently crazy because it was very very overly well attended the weather was crazy and it was just really intense like it was it was insane um looked everything hmm. they oversold it it was just not a great so time. i heard mm -hmm. there were also apparently had known cases of covid that they did not share with the public and were still working with the public so wait what there was cases of covid yeah and they ah, didn't send them home or anything so balls. see my issue yeah. was the fact that they just gave up on enforcing the mask mandate i'm sorry the fact that you said the fact that council said they were understaffed is bullshit to me Oh, it's not bullshit though. No, they no, here's literally the imploded like the month before the con and had a ton of change of leadership heads. So, oh, really, what happened there? No, we can't. We can't get I into. I have no that. idea. Yeah. Well, to the leadership of Katsukon that allowed people to walk around with masks. I'll go fuck without yourself masks, yeah. without masks. I'll go yeah, fuck yourselves. Here's you can't see it unless you're watching the stream. Here's double middle fingers from me. I'll be damned if I go back to that con, yeah. you know, unless they yeah, fully, it, yeah, no. It's it, yeah. That was another reason. I like I knew that it was gonna be a situation of um. I, I'm sorry if it was me. Situation. If it was me and people were giving me crap for not wearing a mask i would pull their badge i'm like nope now you get now you don't have a badge you are now you are now trespassing so you need to leave so please continue oh. <laughs> sure i don't even think they'd be able to enforce that. it with as many people as they had there that weekend apparently it was over 25k what um, over 25,000? that's impossible yeah. oh my god <laughs> basically yeah it was um it was a really crazy weekend uh so i guess kind of the excerpt of mine and i'll tell you guys my focus because i know mm -hmm. that my story tends to vary a lot from the normal attendees situation um i am a fashion designer and uh producer i make all my own patterns everything like that i also cosplay and all those things um so uh i also am fairly local to the event so i drive in every day um now parking has never ever been an issue with this convention previous years however this year because it was on president's day weekend the weather was in the rough 50s to 70s so it was actually much nicer than it traditionally is blizzard um mm. and of course uh the event i think since the, the low uh since covid had sold out a lot of the parking garage areas not only for hotel space but for monthly pass holders which means the people that work there or the people that in that area a lot or maybe fly for business or anything of those nature so a lot of those spaces already taken and reserved. So in that instance, um, parking was limited. Uh, so it was a, a little frustrating 
So um, I I was sewing basically until 9 a.m. the wow. day before to get my stuff finished. Or no, sorry, the day of to get my stuff finished. Um, so what that basically meant was that any day that I was taking time from being uh, working, uh, it was time away from things that I could do. So um, basically Friday, I didn't go in until uh, later in the afternoon. I want to say I didn't go in until about three o'clock because I didn't need to be there. Oh, no, sorry. That was the day that I didn't go there until like five. I didn't need to be there until eight to get my my ticket and to get into rehearsal. And rehearsal is in live one, which is just one of the programming rooms. And I cut in until whatever the program that is on is finished in there. Mm-hmm. Um, they you ended up having like the idol comp- I, I am in so much. I am reliving a trauma. Um, but basically, <laughs> basically, um, so at five o'clock, I, I head over there and I uh, get parked. Uh, no problem. No big problem. And I um, have no issues finding a parking space. And I get over to the con um, by like 6.30. I'm over getting my badge. It's kind of full. It's not too crazy. I'm surprised at how full it is for a Friday night. But I'm like, oh, you know, that maybe it's just everybody kind of getting in, getting their hotel room settled, whatever is going on at school. So I head and I I don't know which direction to go for getting panelist badge because it's been changed. Um, I think... The years before, it's been in the same room as attendee badges, but um, previously, it's it's been in, like, con ops, so it's been in this mm-hmm. office that you can go to easily. Um, thankfully, it wasn't too bad. It was just I, had, I, had, I, I think I, like, walked over there first, then I walked back to the con op hallway, and then I came back to the I, – I was redirected back to the attendee badge space to pick up my panelist badge. Um, at this convention, I'm a panelist. Basically, I enter – and um, that basically was uh, where you get your badges. So mm-hmm. I ended up heading back over um, upstairs because initially I was going to try friends, but I basically had no time uh, from the time of getting my badge, r- running around Barry, Barry, to really do much uh, of anything. Barry, I think you need to adjust your microphone a little bit because you're kind of, not, not saying clipping, but it's like, Certain words were in and out. Yeah. Okay. Let me um. Let me scoot a little clip microphone a little bit. Um. Is this a little bit better? Yeah, we can work with that. I just want, okay. Yeah. Well, just let me know. Yeah, give it, me a heads it, up. It um, could also be because of your voice as well. So. Yeah, it could just be that my voice is cracking and clipping mm-hmm. a little bit. So I do apologize. Um, it's all good. That's my laryngitis. So, basically, uh. I get there, and I basically just get there early enough that my, um, that I, I like, and I, I don't eat when I, <laughs> when I'm going to events and stuff, because it's stressful, so I had, like, lunch packed and everything, so I bring my lunch with me, and I meet up with one of my lovely models, uh, Mel Poole Cosplay, so if you guys haven't had a chance to check out Mel Poole, you should definitely go check out his stuff, he's amazing, he makes full Samus armor, uh, with lights and LEDs and all this mm. other cool, awesome stuff. He's very amazing and wonderful, and he was very supportive. Um, you should definitely go check him out. Uh, he's awesome. He also streams on Twitch, so if you have a chance to go check out twitch.tv slash Melpool, he's always doing a bunch of his um, his cosplay and everything like that. So you can definitely go check his stuff, give him a sub or whatever. He's super awesome. 
Uh, anyway, he was one of my lovely models. Um, I also had a fire play, uh, lovely Teresa, and um, of course, uh, some of my other friends uh, that were coming and helping me out. So they were uh, basically in the front of the uh, event space. And I like sat there and I shoved food in my face. Um, I was wearing a mask most of the time, except for when I was eating. Mm. And then um, we headed in and rehearsal was super, I think, literally we were waiting around for longer than it took for us to do rehearsal. Now, I really think that they need to give the fashion department access to the speakers because um, unfortunately, with the way that they had to run the music off the top, it makes it a little harder because you hear it over everybody kind of talking and, and being excited. And that's fine. It's a big performance space, though. So when you're on a stage behind a bunch of curtains, you can't really hear anything. So I, I really want to kind of like give better, um, better uh, capabilities to the fashion department because I think the fashion department is really bringing them a lot of things. I know that uh, attendance for our event was 500 people, which wow. I think is actually pretty large kind of space um but anyway so um basically we had rehearsals and i think we my my team wrapped up by like 9 30 so we got in there we didn't start until 8 30 and i wrapped up by 9 30 and had basically everything kind of figured out i showed the green room everything all like that so i had to head back to my car um um and then home so that i could uh get more sewing done because that was just my work there were a lot of great cosplayers there at the time. The gazebo actually wasn't horribly overrun, which mm. I was surprised by. And in general, it was just kind of a quiet Friday, considering Katsukon. Um, now, let, let, let me ask was, you. Yeah, I heard of, bad things about yeah. that. Did somebody really shit in the gazebo? I didn't hear that they did that. Because I, I heard somebody did, and I got, I heard nothing but conflicting reports. Like it did happen, it didn't happen, and so it was like it was cool. I heard that somebody did something that, but I wasn't sure the location. I had just heard that somebody did it in a public place. Now, if it was at the gazebo, I would not be surprised. But at the same time, that area, really the worst. I've ever seen it in the history of attending modern Katsukons. Hmm. Like with the amount of people that were over there, there was a place to walk. Like I don't even know if they had anything like blocked off for for that event space because they have the ballroom there. Terry Blossom? No, no, they have the they have a ballroom there mm-hmm. that usually hosts a lot of like presentation events. And and I don't know if they had like a blocked off walking space like fire hazard anti-fire hazard space there um here because they've had it blocked off before mm-hmm. and i think that they didn't have the stanchions and stuff they usually do um and i really think they need to bring that back because it was insane um i want to say um as far as the the next day i obviously didn't go to bed until after 9 a.m so i didn't wake up ouch until, yeah i didn't wake up until i think mm, p.m. because I was just tired at AF. Um, so I was basically running a little bit behind, but thankfully I had packed everything. I like, I try to be good in everything the day before. So all I need to do is put a few more things in this tub. I, I was packing everything in and then put it in my car and go. Um, so basically I put it in my car. I went, now I spent, I think I got there at about four. Now I, I'm in the space. The space for me, the green room opens up by five. 
So I like to be there early so I can wait outside the space. So I can go in, set it up for my models, and then I um, can be ready for And then it's just a matter of putting on their makeup, wigs, whatever, and putting them on stage. That is not how this day went, y'all. That is not how this day went at all, Beach. Is, this, is, no, is did not. It was not my day. It was not my con. I, I have never had a mental breakdown in the this bed before, but it was bad. So, um, is a new hotel that I have never been to before in my life. It is a casino hotel, and so it is built like the ones that are built in Vegas. Now, I did not know that. Prerequisite. I know that at all i've never been to this hotel in my life i don't know the location and i am very unfamiliar it's also one of the first conventions that i have been outside of my little hermity hobbity hole in four plus years at this point uh, and nothing about this sounds fun <laughs> this does not sound the mandatory over um so basically um i am already running late so i spend about 45 minutes to an driving around the national harbor area parking garages are open if you get there after like 11 a.m none of them mm -mm, you're not finding a fucking space that's just mm. not how it's that's just it's not maybe you better just go so i get there and i'm going around for an hour i'm kind of freaking out at this point because it's after 4 30 i'm running yeah. late in my mind right mm -hmm. so when i'm running late it means that like i start to get a little anxious and I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I can handle myself. I'm usually pretty good at handling public situations. Ronman Ari can probably tell you I'm one of the most extroverted people in the whole wide friggin' world. And I can handle a lot of stuff, but it has been a while <laughs> since I've been around this many people. And it's a little overwhelming, especially when I'm, I'm trying to carry a big box of stuff that I have to have prepared. Um, so I freak out a little bit and I'm like, oh my gosh, if there's no parking, I just can't, like, th this isn't going to happen. Like, I'm not going to be able to put my car in here. So like, I'm literally just not going to be able to do anything. So I'm starting to like, try and keep in touch with my models and let them like what's developing and stuff. Right. And so I basically, uh, I, I went around there. Now the MGM is about a mile away from the, the hotel, the Gaylord, the right. hotel where the convention is in. So I, I go, okay, if I really have to, like, I will go over there. I will park, whatever. Right. So I go over to the MGM. Not, okay, mind, it is made to make you feel lost. I don't know who designed the parking garage, but it is not at all intuitive. That's not and it is not at all able-friendly, disability-friendly, or accessibly friendly. Um, so it's free to park which was nice i didn't have to pay another 25 dollars to park there however caveat you will get confused as hell and we'll have to figure out a way to get from that hotel to the gaylord walking in their shuttle which costs ten dollars if you're not staying at the hotel or playing in their casino and it's only uh which i did not know and i will get to in a moment um or you have to find an uber um all of those things are very inconvenient. I would rather have just parked my car in a $25 lot and dealt with it that way. But you know what? We 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 persevere. We we move past these things, right? So um I basically I get uh, I park, I find a space, um, and I'm I'm running really at this point I think it took me um I think I got I was there at like five thirty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um and I Okay, so I get, uh, and then the hotel, like getting into the MGM to get to the lobby, 
Like the way that it's built is that the parking garage is so far from the lobby of the hotel and it is not, it was bad. So I'm like freaking out one because I'm running late to keep in touch with my models, the organizers and um, anybody else that I kept in touch with because I had assistants that day that were trying to come and help me. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, my assistants showed up late uh, uh one of them did and then the one was there and he was fine like he was good he got me the help i needed and everything like that it was just a matter of him because i was freaking out at that point and i was not dealing with my anxiety well so um i get into the mgm and the way that they have their hotel built is is ones in vegas now i didn't so all i see is basically like and i'm i'm tired so yeah, they really shouldn't be. I know. Yeah. It's like I'm really usually really good about handling myself, but I was I had my materials and supplies that I needed to bring with me that were very heavy. I want to say it was about 30 pounds. And, and I had to carry this because I didn't I need to okay. So I have a dolly, but I only have a dolly that's like a 300 pound dolly. So it's like made very heavy, very cumbersome and large. And I didn't bring it with me this time because I didn't think I was gonna need it. Um, that was my mistake. Uh, noted, I will be buying a smaller, more mobile dolly that handles a little less weight, but is a little bit more mobile. And, uh, so that's the first, <laughs> the first big purchase I'm probably going to make this year. Um, but basically, um, I'm going through the hotel and to get to the lobby from the parking garage, it is a, I want to say a quarter of a mile walk, maybe a half a mile walk. And it is through an area where no signage. Yeah. No, I literally, like, I was texting my models, like, oh my god, I don't even know if I want to do this show anymore, mm. but I had, were like, you've been you've been preparing for this show for so long, and you put in so much energy, you should just go. So it was good. I had a community point, around me that was very At this I see you just, like, breathing into loving. a paper bag. No, literally, I, like, broke down in tears. Like, I'm getting oh, shit. baby, I'm getting, we're getting that tea. Okay, it's hot, it's steaming, it's ready to go. Alright, so, um, I'm walking down this hallway. There's very little signage to tell me from where the parking garage to the hallway is. And it just looks like a super mall, like a mall hallway. Right. Because it has a bunch of restaurants. And then it has storefronts in your visible eye. Now there's this corner empty. And there's no one there. And there's construction going on behind it. So there's like a big wall of like, oh, we're coming soon, blah, 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 stuff. And I have my breakdown there in a little convenient little corner and I have my little teary breakdown and I like have a little panic attack and I like get my models and I'm like I don't fucking know what's going on I what I should do oh my god I'm gonna freak out right now so I have my little freak out I collect myself with the help of my friends and my models and everybody like even one of my models is like you need me to get the shuttle I'll come over I'll pick you up we'll get you you'll be fine and I was like okay so I, I thankfully I have an amazing community and I was very supported during the time I didn't have, like, I had my mental, my little mental breakdown, but I was fine. I was okay. It was just at the time, the world was ending. And uh, sometimes we all have those moments, so. No, I, 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 get, I totally get I, that. Yeah, I totally get that. So, uh, like, after having my little, like, breathing and crying moment, I um I ended up seeing a man who looked like he was dressed in a suit. He looked like he worked at the hotel. And I was able to, like, you know, buff up enough confidence to actually be like, hey, sir, can you just, like, point me in a direction, like, that I need to get to this thing? 
so like I, uh, he ended up helping me, like guiding me, gently guiding me to a certain direction to get to the hotel lobby and telling me where to find the shuttles. Um, and so I end up getting out and they have two sets of doors. Now, I don't understand why your shuttle bus picks up on one side and your your ride share slash cars drop on the other side. You should just have it all in one place. But, you know, that's just apparently this hotel situation. So I went through the wrong doors, but there was a valet there that told me to go through doors, which was across the lobby. It, it was, this hotel is it's not great. I'll just say that much. So, But now I know where to go and it's not going to be a problem again. Um, so I go to the shuttle area. Now I sit and I wait for the shuttle. There's some gentlemen that are going to the con like I was and um, they are hanging out and they're like, oh yeah, this is how it usually runs for MAGFest because MAGFest usually runs out of the same hotel around the same period of time. And uh, a lot of people who are going to MAGFest end up, I guess, either staying at the hotel or um, if the, if you have a convention badge, sometimes mm -hmm. the shuttle will just let you ride for free. Now, MAGFest goers don't usually take shits in the gazebo though. True. Yeah, they also don't usually take shits in the gazebo. But um, so I, I, I'm sitting there waiting. I'm waiting about 30 minutes. I'm texting my model. They're checking in on me because of my little breakdown. And um, like, you know, they're like, oh, come pick you up. What, what should we do? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, no, stay where you are. Because like the worst possible thing that could happen, I'll come pick me up. And they end up getting stuck. on like, <laughs> your mind just goes <laughs> when you're anxious. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like the worst thing that could possibly happen is my model comes to get me and then gets stuck on the shuttle that's like half an hour away and then like comes to get me and I'm not here because I catch the other shot. It's a thing that happens. Anyway, so you can tell that I've overthought this whole yep. situation again and again. Anyway, um, so I, I'm there sitting there waiting, yeah. talking to these little... Yeah. The, talking to these... They're lovely. They're wonderful. And uh, then some other cosplayers show up which is really funny because one of them is the grandson of Penny. You guys know Penny who works cosplay a lot. I think she even works cosplay at like Zenk, uh, not Zenkai, Maybe, but other conventions. You, you have, all right, Barry, you got to understand. I may know a lot of people by face, but not by name. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not sure I know who this person is either. All right, sorry. Now, no, okay. Well, they're now, now yeah, they staff a lot of conventions. I've worked with them before. Now, they're, they're very lovely family. Now, before we before we continue, Ronmo four four twenty one and says in our chat at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam session, ma'am, this made me want to leave the con, and I didn't even go. Yeah, it's like that. It was like that. I wanted. I was so ready to quit, and just go home and curl up in a little like comfy ball. Now, are we at are we at the now are we at the halfway point of your story or towards the end? Eh, we're probably towards the end. Okay, yeah, cool, it's cool. gonna wrap up in like the next five minutes. Okay. So, um, I basically, I'm sitting there waiting. Shuttle, uh, the shuttle comes, and some other cosplayers that showed up. So the grandson of the the lady Penny I was talking about, uh, mm -hmm. showed up, and they were just standing there. Um, we all did not know that the shuttle was gonna cost cash. So, um, what? Wait, what? wait, 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 wait. So, what? Yeah, the shuttle was cash only. So. Yeah. You had to have cash on you. I don't carry cash in this our time of COVID. I just don't. We just we don't do that here. So um, I am disappointed and scared and freaking out. And so we end up just arranging an Uber. We end up taking the Uber over there. Um, I a convention place. I think I get there at like seven o'clock. So I get into the green room at seven o'clock. My models already already there, already getting their makeup on. 
nay, even like at some point, like listen to the music that I have for the show. My models, I just, I can't thank them enough. Like they really, they really literally together. saved this mm. show for me and they were all amazing. Um, I can't, I, there's just so much love I have for them right now. Um, but basically, yeah, they had all their makeup and everything already on. All I had to do was put their clothing on them and the clothing fit perfectly. So like, I didn't even have to worry about fitting anything, adjusting anything, anything like that. No, it was all beautiful, perfect. It fit them well, they wore it beautifully and they had the attitude exactly how I wanted it. I ended up getting some photos, which is what I really, really wanted to do. I wanted more time to get better photos, but we did what, what we could with the time we had. And um, I was able to also work with a friend from uh, my friend Ario and he filmed for me. However, unfortunately, there was just a lot of um, people in the space that he filmed around, but it was really hard to film around properly. I'm having to get other files and stuff, but we did try. And and now I know for next year or the year after, if I go back, if I if I go back, big if, um, that uh, how I want things to be filmed or how thing needs to be set up because there were things there that they said were not going to be there. Um, and just like lots of stuff that wasn't followed up with in details did not seem to be the strength of Katsukon in general this year. That's nothing on the fashion department. The fashion department did amazing. They did what they could with what they had. They always do a great job. It's just Katsukon in general is always kind of a crapshoot. So um, the show happened. Um, and after the show, it was basically just wrap up. And I like to take my models and my volunteers out to eat. So I took a few of them out for BurgerFi. And we went and had burgers. And then I met up with some other friends from the community for my MMO uh, because I also played Tower of Fantasy. Now, now, um, now, and, now Barry, let me ask yeah. you, what do you think of BurgerFi? I mean, it's been a while since I've had them because yeah. when you go to Castle Point, there's a BurgerFi joint there. And I and I realized a few years back when I'm going to Bay Ridge, there's a BurgerFi that I pass on the bus. And I just... That's the only time I eat there is when I'm at the con. So I'm just like, what do you think of Burger Fire? I think I've never heard of the place. Like, I think they're yeah, slightly. I want to like them more, but I think the only burger that I've really liked from them in the recent years, like all of their other burgers are pretty basic, to be honest. But I think it's when you get into like their Wagyu burgers or their short rib burger, um, that it is a really good burger. Like they can do a really good burger or they have the kind of burgers that you want to get into. Their shakes though, oh, their custard shakes. I got a banana churro one. I should not have eaten any of this food because it had gluten, dairy, and all the bad mm. things that I'm really not <laughs> supposed to ingest at all. Um, however, that reminds me, I was uh, so there, there's a meme I'm going to send you later, okay? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But yeah, so I got onion rings, onion rings the size of my head. Oh, yes, Yadaberry over here at twitch.tv slash anime jam session. Their onion rings are incredible. I, yes. I think they're better yes. than I think they're they're better than Shake Shack, personally. I oh, oh, he coming for Shake Shack. Let's go. I think Shake Shack is overpriced for what they are for what they're charging. That's just yeah, impersonal. You're exactly right. Yeah. That... But yes. So I, I ended up with um a, a, a banana churro shake, which was so good banana was real um i ended up with some onion rings to share and then i had my i had a half burger i really wanted to get the ceo i'm kind of happy i got a half burger because i think the ceo like it had like truffle blah 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 all this stuff and i was like oh i like i thought about getting it but then one of my other assistants got like the smaller burger and i was like that's actually a vibe like the smaller burger is probably much smarter and like what i should get because i'm gonna be sick otherwise mm -hmm. like so I ended up getting the smaller burger, but um, 
their short rib burger that they had for like a limited time a few years ago was really good. And I really wanted it to be better, but I think it was just kind of like, meh. Now, I don't know if that's because it was a convention weekend. So they had been like been busting their asses trying mm-hmm. to get stuff done, but their fries were not, were not, their fries were soggy as hell. Um, and I don't know if that's just because uh, they put it in a paper bag to get it to us um, because we were, and we originally ordered our order to go, but we sat down anyway because there was space and it wasn't too busy. Um, but I mean, it was good, well, it was good, good food. And then I, I met up with my MMO friend and then I headed home because I was exhausted. Um, but thankfully, my friend who had parked at the event uh, gave me a ride back to my car after that whole ordeal. And uh, I was able to just not have to pay another Uber. Um, so that was nice. But yeah, that convention um, made me reconsider ever going to Katsukon again. So yeah, that was not fun. I mean, thankfully, uh, it seems like uh, I know the location now. I know how MGM works, know how to get from point A to point B. And I know that the shuttle costs money to ride if I, I ever decide to do that option again. I also know that I need to buy a smaller dolly. Um, I, pros and cons, just to I, see I, up and wrap I, I, I suggest next year we should do BerryCon, where we just book <laughs> we book a suite, we go, and we just hang out. I'll bring my camera. Yeah, that would be we'll cool. just hang out. That's, that's it, you know. Like, I like I'd, be, I'd be down for that. I've had a lot of cosplay friends actually joke about me hosting a con and just teaching classes all weekend. Um, especially like a lot of my cosplay friends, um, because for those of you that don't know, I used to work as an educator at a uh, cosplay centered, uh, makers space. Um, I was one of the main educators of that space and I did everything from armor, resin casting, cosplay making, sewing, embroidery, all of those lovely things. Um, but yeah, it is kind of an ongoing joke in our small community of, of friends and, and family that, um, that I should host a little convention. Um, but yeah, it, I I think that Barry Con could be really fun. Um, I I am here for it as long as I survive, you know, through this laryngitis. Um, <laughs> and, and you will. It's like yeah, like believe it or not, there are a lot of people who are not wanting to go to Anime Next because of their location. And I was talking to one uh. of my friends, Julia. She threw this idea out there, and I am slowly prodding her to run with this idea. He was like, I should just book a room that weekend and just do cosplay photography and just do my thing. And I'm like, yes, you should do that. And I'm telling her, pack like five cosplays, like five bikini cosplays. I will show up. We'll do pictures. We'll have dinner. We'll chill out. We'll just have a good fucking time. And we'll invite a couple of people to come hang out in the room. It'll just be awesome, you know? That, that that's just me. You know. That sounds like fun. It does. So, uh, so now we're gonna let Barry rest her voice. She may stick around Thank for the last you. fifteen minutes, yeah, or so. But um, let's quickly go through the articles um for t- for tonight's show. Um, let me go ahead and pull this up. Let me go ahead and update this. The article about or about Spy Family and My Fair Lady merchandise. I this is a crossover I was not expecting, but I like it. So basically, the author behind uh, Spy Family has revealed 
and a new illustration for the musical for the adaptation of the musical. Um, what did I just say? The name of the damn musical was I just My Fair Lady. Thank you, thank you for My Fair Lady. Uh, I'm going to show this picture. I'm going to post a picture in our ch- not in our chat, but on, on our screen here of Anya dressed uh, dressed up from 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 the musical, and she looks so precious. This I, and pro- this is probably something out of Barry's collection too. So I do love me some musicals. <laughs> yeah, if you don't have the shoes, Barry, you definitely have the umbrella. Yeah, it's based off of Pygmalion, hmm? the book. Pygmalion. Okay. Okay. So there's merch that's available, such as tote bags, uh, ticket folders, and stickers. This is all considered exclusive merch. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. It's the musical will premiere at Tokyo's Imperial Theater, where it'll run from March 8th to the 29th, and it'll move to the Hyogo Hyogo Performing Arts Center from 11 from April 11th to the 16th at Fukuoka's. Akazaka Theater from May 3rd to the 21st. So that's pretty cool. But on the positive side of Spy Family, if you're wondering, uh, we are getting a movie and season two uh, later this year. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Let's go ahead and bring up the next page. Oh, we got some Pokemon news. Ari, you think you can run through this real quick? Uh, yeah, it's a it. stop-motion series with a quote-unquote very different plot. <clears throat> it's going to be called Poke- Pokemon Concierge and follow the Pokemon Resort Concierge Haru as she interacts with Pokemon and their owners who visit with their guests. Hmm. You know, expanding on the Pokemon world, offering fans a serious protagonist that is neither a Pokemon trainer nor interested in becoming a champion. So it's like an every every man kind of thing. Yeah, it's like it's like a slice of Pokemon slice of life of sorts. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, we're also getting a a, a new you know, anime series after Ash after Ash won the uh, Masters Eight tournament and is a uh, riding off into the sunset. We're getting two new one with two new protagonists named Rico and Roy. Well, J- they're Japanese names anyway. And it's set to a, like to debut in uh, April 2023. It'll serve as a follow-up to the Ultimate Journeys, you know, and set in the Paldea region from Scarlet and Violet. So, uh, yeah, like, like people have been making their own kind of, uh, you know, guesses about what the new anime is going to be like and who the characters are, etc. Lots of, uh, Shit posting for all around. <laughs> I I I believe it. Also, the new, also the new uh, professor has a Pikachu in a naval cap. They call him P- Captain Pikachu. That works. Right. So we have been talking about the Sailor Moon on ice, uh, ice capades off and on for a while, and has been postponed mostly due to COVID nineteen. Unfortunately, as per the latest update, it has been canceled due to unstable world situation. And it was going to plague. Well, yeah, and it was supposed to star figure skater Ev- Evgenia Medeva, who was supposed to play, 
perform as Sailor Moon. And if you Google, if you YouTube her, she actually has done routines as Sailor Moon, which caught the eye of Naoko Takeuchi. And here we are. So basically, due to COVID, it's officially has been canceled. Well. It sucks, uh, but mm -hmm. what can you do? It's it is what it is, so you know. I'm suddenly I'm suddenly reminded if you go looking on YouTube, um, if, uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Diamond is Unbreakable, Josuke Higashita, uh, a famous Japanese world skater, ice skater, cosplayed him in the outfit. And did a whole routine to one of the main tracks from the anime, and I thought it was really good. I may have. To I'm guessing it's one of the uh, the Japanese songs. Yeah, it's one of the background tracks. Because if you're like, is that like? Because I figure like you're doing, you know, JoJo songs like one of the endings like no, a roundabout or a no, no, walk it, like an Egyptian. <laughs> no, it wasn't like it wasn't any of those. It was just basically. Um, it was basically like one of the background tracks from the, from the seat from from Diamond is Unbreakable. Uh -huh. All right, and our last story of the night before we get into meanwhile in Japan, um, the Yurusei Yatsura soundtrack is ninety three friggin' tracks. <laughs> I know. That is oh, wild. did you want me to read no, that one? No, oh, no, no, Oops, no, sorry, sorry. no, no, <laughs> Barry, you sacrifice a lot of your voice. Save it for Meanwhile in Japan since you're still here. Okay. Please. So, so yeah, 93 quote-unquote out-of-this-world tunes, of course, and it'll have two versions of the Lum's Love Song. Hmm. Uh, it was composed by Masaru Yokoyama, the man behind Araka, Araka Under the Bridge and Iron-Blooded Orphans. I've heard deep things about Iron-Blooded Orphans. <clears throat> and uh, the two takes in the iconic love, love song will be uh, the lollipop version and pajama version. Hmm. And, of course, it's got Lum in her tiger stripes on the uh, <clears throat> on the cover. Hmm. Uh, sells for 3,300 yen, and that includes tax, and goes on sale tomorrow. Uh, 3,300 yen is about $24 and change, U.S. Okay. And now that we got that out the way, we're going to kick things over to the part, to the part of the show that y'all really like, uh, really, meanwhile in Japan, and we will let Barry take first crack at it. Alrighty, well, I love I love Neko, and I hope you do too. We're gonna talk about some vending machine for cat treats that was installed in Osaka. <laughs> That's interesting. And it meows at you. <laughs> and it sounds so cute. I'm sure, uh, like, a... wandering stray cats must get so confused by that. Oh, get confused as hell. It's a veritable fancy vending machine feast. <laughs> 
Uh, it seems like I was just taking down the Kabuki Day decoration when Cat Day came along on the 22nd of February and took me by surprise. They really should combine those holidays into some sort of Kabuki Day. Hmm. As awesome as that idea sounds, we'll have to put it back burner for now because a big Cat Day development took place in the town of Kumatori in Osaka Prefecture. We recently reported a Santori vending machine that replaced some buttons with the little cat paws. While adorable, cats themselves don't want to drink hot green tea or Decavita C energy drinks. You don't this know is a that. Problem that rival vending machine operator Daido has rectified with their own cat-themed vending machine installed outside the shelter and cat cafe, Neko Republic Kumatori, on Cat Day. Mm. Very fitting. Super lovely and cute. And heck yeah, I want to bring in some treats for the cats at the cat cafe. They're gonna love you. At first glance, it looks like an ordinary vending machine with cat ears. But besides the human targeted drink selection, oh, so it's got snacks for you and your cat friends. Mm. It's a select second window of feline-oriented products. Available by are two types of Mon Petit Crispy Cat Kiss Cat Treats made by Purina. 31 grams, or one ounce packets, of seafood or fish and chicken flavor can be purchased and taken home for your own cat or given to one of the many citizens of Neko Republic. In hmm. fact, if you do buy a pack for the cats of Neko Republic, you'll receive a free token for a human drink as a, well, token of appreciation. Neko uh... Republic hopes this will encourage more people to visit and learn about the efforts to help stray cats in the area. And those looking for something cute in the machine need not worry either, because when purchasing a bag of Crispy Kiss, the machine will meow at you. Contributing to the welfare of cats is certainly one of the best things you can do for Cat Day, followed very closely by giving them treats and, I'm sure, very much appreciated headpats, both of which can be done at this one convenient location from now on. Now, for Cat Bookie Day, I'm thinking little bobble balls with long red hair you can dangle in front of them, um, and the story ends there. Hmm. That is hella interesting, you know? Very cute. I'm excited. That's re that's really something. Let's see what else do we have. Um, hmm. uh, can I have the second one then? I had a feeling I'd end up with this article. Go right ahead. Yeah, I'm not jumping on that grenade. So, yeah, I see that Poochie. shit. Huh? I see that shit. <laughs> Poochie Poochie Ur and I will raise our prices by an extra ten whole yen. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> uh, Osaka Face Confection Company, Chirin, got the internet buzzing recently when he took to social media to make a formal apology, which featured the Chirin mask on a deep floor-touching bow with tears in his eyes, stood up that says, it says, uh, <clears throat> they'll be increasing the price of the popular Poochie Poochie Uranai candy. Well, chocolate candies also act as a fortune teller deciding your luck in various Areas of life, blah, 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 you know. Since we started making them 38 years ago, we've, we've worked hard to keep Poochie Poochie Uranai at 20 yen. But due to rising costs, we're raising the price to 30 yen from March 2023. Uh, <clears throat> Cheer and Confectioner continue to devote themselves to the motto of confectionery that satisfied your stomach and heart. We appreciate your understanding and patronage. So, yeah, that's 10 whole yen is about 7 cents. Well, at least they're I mean, straight up about objectively, it. Objectively, mm -hmm. it's a 50% price increase, but 
again, you know, context is everything. So, you know, and people were still showing us more like, I think most people would rather have a slight increase in the company go out of business and the candy disappear. Better that companies are open about stuff like this and just quietly reducing the size of the product without noticing. Mm-hmm. You mean like extra air in a potato chip bag? Yeah, or no, you got that the wrong way. Extra yeah. potato, like not as many potato chips in the air bag. Okay, for, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if people are just gonna make a run on the places and buy them up when they're still at twenty in because they think it's like some kind of cultural icon is disappearing or some shit like that. Because mm-hmm. people in this country flip out about things like that for no reason. Like, hell, the price would go up without... And he, around here, the price would go up without you even noticing. If you point it out, you're like, like, that sucks for you. What are you going to do about it? <sighs> all right, last one's all yours. Gee, thanks, guys and and non-binary pals. Yeah, I had to stop yeah. myself to make sure I said the right words. Yeah, I want no part of this. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> I mean, look, most of us have a body pillow. I have two. I have never used them for the reasons why people would buy them. So... Excuse me. Sorry about that. So, let me tell you about a body pillow with ASMR. What? (sighs) With ASMR. So, this is a character from the anime Harem in the Labyrinth of Another World. If you can guess from the title, the intended appeal of said anime is female companionship the main character acquires throughout the story, and the target audience uh, ability to self-insert. Wow. So a huggy body pillow of the character Roxanne. There's the first female character whose affection the protagonist secures is a merchandising no-brainer. Part of me kind of want to watch this anime. I have to throw it on the list and put it on the back burner. But rather than just in a, a slip, a Roxanne cover over your standard body pillow and call it a day, the publishers of this series, Katakawa, their designers, decided to create a Roxanne Hizamakura cushion instead. Hizamakura comes from the Japanese words for knee and pillow. And if you heard of the term daimakura, which means body pillow, there you go. Uh, he's a Makura refers to resting your head on someone's lap. And if you've seen enough um, and anim- fan art anime photos of well endowed women with thighs, you can understand where we're probably going with this article. <laughs> <sighs> I'm crashing into the wall. <laughs> As for why now, there is a photo floating around where it shows a fan of the series is facing towards Roxanne's crotch. The reason behind that is that she's cleaning his ears. And once she's oh, done... that's another uh, supposedly uh, intimate behavior. Yeah, that, that's right up there with, with um, 
with licking armpits. Anywho, rather than getting him up and repositioning himself, he decides to roll over. It's also why in the image, she is holding an ear pick. The core of the pampering Roxanne He's a Makura cushion is a Zaisu, which is a traditional type of Japanese chair with a back but no legs, which is set flat on the floor. And if you watch enough anime and Japanese dramas, you've probably seen them where it where um where the characters are sitting under Barry what's Kotetsu. Yeah, the Kotets, yep. You generally will see that. The cover is made with a peach skin polyester, which designers boast is smooth and pleasurable to touch. Oh my god. Uh. Like many modern Zaisu, the pampering Roxanne Hiza Makura cushion is reclinable and can even go full flat. That's about the only fully flat thing about this woman. Dun, 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 dun. I, I'm going to need a, a rimshot sound effect. Fine. Or or the goddamn it barbed soundbite. <sighs> well. That or will you stop? Well, I, I I have one for this article before we wrap it up. <sighs> All right, what is it? Now it says. For those who are craving and experience both tactile and oral, Katakawa is also offering a Roxanne ASMR audio data bundle, the first entry in the company's new Katon anime voice ASMR line. The eight-track pack subtitled A Night Spent with Roxanne includes sounds of ear puff, puff, ear cleaning in the Hizamakura pose, oil massage, closed contact hair washing, in bed together, and more, featuring the talents of the seiyuu Shiori Mikami. A Night Spent with Roxanne is available now through dlsite.jp, I believe. Uh, yeah, dlsite.com. And it's priced at 1,320 yen, which is $10.25. But you can also pre-order the custom cushion through the Katakawa store, at uh, store.katakawa.co.jp and it'll set you back a nice comforting 11,000 yen. <sighs> so, uh, a, a, a famous quote from a very popular movie fits right here. Yeah. Yeah, but your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they didn't stop to think if they should. Thank you, Jeff Goldblum, a.k.a. Dr. Ian Malcolm. <sighs> yes, Ron, the 421, it is getting worse and worse. Yeah. Yeah, 110 USD is a little, is a little much. And the sad part is, if I look at my account right now, I can pre-order it, but I have better things to spend my money on. Like, <laughs> I have look, I have about a thousand dollars. I have about maybe about over five hundred dollars in figurines and on a wish list on Otaku mode that I've been spotting, so I can remember to buy them later. If not on that site or on Amazon, all right, it, 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 it's it's time to go. 
it 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 it, it really is time to go. Mm -hmm. So if you like tonight's show, I hope you did. Tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So what we like and don't like, we're going to tell you straight up. If you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We're here to believe you. Don't forget to check out our website at animejamsession.com, where you will see our weekly podcasts. Cosplay tips and tricks, cosplay interviews, links to our YouTube page of video of convention coverage, links to our Facebook fan page of cosplay coverage, editorials, so much more at AnimeJamSession.com. What else do we have here? Um, don't forget to take listen to our podcast on the go. You can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all episodes are up, so definitely check them out. And if you could, please leave a five-star review. We will greatly appreciate that because we love our fans and you're awesome. And yes, Ari, I may have to clip that for future reference. <laughs> awesome. And I think I just accidentally shut my camera off. Hold on. There we go. No, I can Fix. still see you. No. I accidentally shut the camera off. I, I hit a button to close the group, the, like the, like the uh, chat section. Oh, okay. Let's see, what else do we have here? We want to let you know about our social media. YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Follow us on our social media pages so you know when we're going live, when articles are going up, photos are going up, all that and so much more. And for those of you who follow us on social media, thank you so much. We couldn't do the show without you. So now, we go around the room. Last word. No, actually, no. Can't do last words just yet. i got to tell you about the tip jar. There are links to our stream elements and Ko-Fi right below if you're participating with us. If you click on that, you can throw us a few dollars if you like. If not, you can you can throw you can cheer us on with some bits. That would be great. And subscribing to the channel would be awesome as well. So now we're gonna go around the room with last words, Ari. I didn't feel overly sick this entire episode. Good. Well, until the uh, body pillow article. Mm. <laughs> Whoops. Last words, Barry. Well, it's always nice to be back again. Um, I'm hoping to be recovered soon, so hopefully we'll be back in normal rotation um, before too long. But thank you again for having me, um, and thank you so much for everybody coming to the show tonight. Uh, and and I appreciate everybody dealing with uh, Raven Barry today because I am very, very much in my Corvax on yeah, my Corvax shit right now. Yeah, because I'm looking at your um. Your, your pro your v2 photo you, you could tell barry's done with everybody's shit today yeah. <laughs> my last words is i just had the sailor jupiter sparkling water cucumber flavor it's interesting what it is is that it takes the um you get that hint that tastes like cucumber but it flips over to the generic sparkling water taste which is kind of fruity I guess it's not bad. Well, that is it. End of list. We'll be back next week. Mako Chan will be back. She'll tell us about the construction at her place and all this other stuff. So we're going to get up on out of here. So I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. 
And I'm Barry Mellon. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Barry, you're supposed to say good night. Night, night, everybody. Sorry. All right, there we go. She is very tired, so we're going to get this done briefly. So say good night, Barry. Good night, Barry. <laughs> that is awesome. We're getting out of here. We'll see you all next week.